The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, Colorado, what a typical Saturday morning in the middle of winter in Colorado. Hope the sun pokes out, my friends. I'm Jay Garvins. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'm actually here in KRDO Studios where you've tuned into the Home and Mortgage Talk. If you're hearing my voice for the very first time, I'm Jay and I'm your friend. You can get a hold of me directly, personally at 719-330-1457 for 11 years now. I've been handing out that cell phone. I know over two to 3,000 of you listeners have it. Feel free to call me. I pick up my own phone calls. People are continually surprised by that. I do remind you, don't stalk me or I will block you. But no one has ever done that to me. So 719-330-1457. Every week we have a new real estate mortgage or sometimes off-topic subject. Today is no different. I'm going to jump right into the pool and get Matt to roll that drum. Today's show is... Title, conversation with you and me and my friend Bill McAfee, racing back to normal in 2023. We're going to go over the first month of statistics, January of 2023, and it's sobering. It is unique from previous years, and like Bill McAfee said, coming into the studio, actually giving me the title of the show, he says, Jay, my theme this year is racing back to to normal. So call me at 719-330-1457. I'm a licensed loan originator. If I can help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction, I want to help you. If you are 62 years or older and in retirement years, specifically people that are about 70 to 85 years old, and if you've got equity in your house, but inflation has given you a pinch, give me a call. I can help you solve all of your debt issues with a reverse mortgage, an FHA home equity conversion mortgage. But for the rest of you, we start with the market statistics, economic update. Mr. Bill McAfee, how are you doing? You know what, Jay? I am doing very good. Thank you. And I, I actually found your uh, phone number on a bathroom wall, and uh, you did answer. So I got to say, he answers. <laughs> he answers. And that's the first time. We've been in the studio almost nine years together, and I had the lousiest title of the real estate update for 2023. I'm like... <laughs> Pardon and, me. Yeah. And you come in and say, my theme this year is racing back to normal. So you got the show. This one is in honor of you and Ronnie. What say you about the statistics, my friend? Well, let me kick this off with two things. I hear people say that uh, we're in a real estate crash. And I, I just truly want to correct that. We are in a race back to normal. What we've had the last three or four, even five years, Jay, has been unrealistic. You know, 18.6 from one year to the next, 15. 
2.7 the year before. It just, it was unsustainable. Uh-huh. And so what's happened, a couple of things. First of all, it's still a seller's market. People will tell me, Bill, I'm not so sure on that. I am quite sure on that. It's not the seller's market it was. You know, again, Jay, I said last time, we were drug addicts and alcoholics. Um, yeah. We just got to get sober. You're going to have to work. No. Things are going to change. You're not going to put something in the MLS on Thursday, have 25 offers Saturday and Sunday, sort them out and get her done Monday. Sellers, please listen to me here. This is going to be huge for you in 23. Homes aren't going to sell in six days. Right now, we just hit 50 days on market. And if you look over the past 20 years, if you really want to look at it, the average days on market typically across the entire MLS is 60 to 80. 60 to 80. And, and, you and we're at 50. <laughs> and you don't have a normal market even in conversation till 75 days. And we had, even for the fastest moving homes, and someone I follow, Billy Eberhart with wealthbuilders.org, he says you don't really want to go aggressively into a market until it's 90 days Yeah, and, and as I'll, a buyer, absolutely. investor. And I'll tell you too, Jay, we got down to six days. And so, and I love this because, you know, like, like I like to gamble and every now and then I'll go to Las Vegas and you always hear people say, well, how'd you do in Las Vegas? Well, you know, I broke even. Well, Las Vegas was not made on people breaking even. And here's another thing I like to say when, when sellers are talking out there, they'll say, you know, I talked to my neighbor who sold their house, which is a, a 2,500 square foot house in the middle of car spring for $800,000. And it sold in one day. It was a cash offer. I mean, you always hear all sorts of stuff. Sellers, please listen to this. You're going to be on the market a while this year. 23 is going to be that year we're racing back to change. Right now, it's 50 days. You're going to be on there. Jay, here's another thing for buyers. It's the first opportunity that like, and I'm talking primary residence buyers, have literally had in the last five or six years. Yeah. Since 2018, statistically, it's the last time it was a fun Yes. Occurrence coming into the market. You're not going to have to write an offer right when you walk through the house. Yeah. You actually get to finish your tour and you don't have the next group of people coming in. You don't have your real estate agent locking the lockbox so they can't get in because you're getting booted out. Yeah. Um, You're going to be able to think. um, There's going to be multiple offers. You may even make an offer less than than the listing price, which has not happened in a long time. And seller concessions, buyers, which is something that's coming back. That's something you can ask the seller to pay on your behalf to cover the loan costs. Those are coming back. Prices are going down right now. We'll see it. If I compare January of this year to January of last year, the median price, believe it or not, was actually up just comparing January to January. Yep. I'm sorry, the average, average price was, was up, up about 6%. Uh-huh. Uh, the median price was only up like 0.09. I don't even think it was a percent. It wasn't. They uh, rounded it off as zero. But perfect. one example here, Bill, is the last time, and buyers need to listen to this, especially investors. The last time I bought a property in Colorado and I've bought over 10 and now I've sold two of them to 1031 exchange. That's a a tax-free transfer of an investment asset into another state. And I did that in 2021 and 2022. But the last one I bought was for $725,000 on Polo. The guy wanted $850,000 and I told people then in 2017, this is going to be the last year that you can sell at the low end of the market with a big profit and buy at the high end and get a deal. And now my house went as high is $1.3 million. Right now, it is settled down to like $1.2, maybe $1,150,000. It's not even to the 2018 
price level of about 850 that it hit, but there's multiple for people to choose from in that category again. So you have a choice. You can get a house that's fixed up rather than just sand kicked in your face. You can get some closing costs and you can get a little bit of breathing room to make a good decision. That's why I'm saying when rates went up in 2018, it slowed things a bit in order to bring them, like you said, back to normal. Well, and now what we're seeing for buyers, but long-term running averages, you're seeing the number of listings actually come up and the number of sales is going down. Uh-huh. And they had been going the absolute opposite direction for years. And what that did, that kept pushing pricing up at a level we had never, ever seen before. And so what's happened is for buyers in this market, finally, and as this continues to happen, as as the number of homes available for sale continues to increase and the number of homes that are selling decreases, those are coming back toward each other, which will continue to ease prices. Uh-huh. One of the reasons I'm going to tell you, we're absolutely still in a seller's market. I run a thing called months of inventory. Uh-huh. And, and, and really, to make this really simple, I have a formula that tells me at any one time, how long would it take? to sell off everything we have in the MLS, okay? okay? When we go back to the Great Recession in 08, that actually hit almost nine months. That was a buyer's market. Sellers could not get rid of anything. In our market, normal is between somewhere between four and a half and five and a half months. We have 1.32 months. Now, Jay, here's what's incredible about that. Go to last summer, we had six days. Yeah, it would have taken just... us six days to burn through. Yeah. And so what I'm still saying is it is absolutely a seller's market. It isn't the seller's market it was, which was insane but it still is. Every single price range in our MLS right now is under what historic norms would be. We still, I'm going to say this, I I have from very good sources, you know, Tatiana Bailey, Ted Jones, they're all saying we're still about 10,000 homes under supplied in El Paso County. And I believe it in doing classes this week and talking to real estate agents, you know, we had properties sell with multiple offers again, some with escalation clauses. And so in certain price ranges, and this was around that 400,000, there really was. I'm going to make a on interest rates as we go forward. We just got to, I don't care where they're going to at. Let's say they were, we're going to end up somewhere between five and a half and six and a half percent. We just need to stay there for a little bit because once that happens, if consumers really think, okay, we're probably not going to go down much. I don't have a big fear of it coming up much for a bit, but we're say steady for three or four or five months. I believe you will see buyers come back into this market, especially the ones that need the homes. And there still are a number of buyers that need homes out there. There is. And uh, then they're coming, especially this summer with the uh, military changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, Jay, the the interest rates and back in December of 21, we were 3.1%. We're 6.1 now. In effect, what that does, if you had to buy at an interest rate now on a $500,000 home, your payments would be over 700 bucks a month more than they were back in December of 21. It took your purchasing power, if you wanted to keep your payment the same, it took your purchasing power down to about 352000 from 500. Uh-huh. So when people say, what happened? Well, interest rates happen. Interest rates happen. <laughs> and I don't think things are going to settle, like you said, until we go from that mid sixes that we're in down to the mid fives yeah. and they settle and then it'll I, start to get people I, I some truly confidence. truly think you'll see that. You know, Jay, one quick thing. We only had 739 homes, I think, go through the MLS this month. I had to go back to February of 15 to find the last time we sold that few of homes. Yeah. So when I say we're racing back to norm and think about it, 15 was a good year. 15 was a great year. Yeah. So no. So it's uh, 
for buyers, there's going to be opportunities in there. Both average and median sales prices, I anticipate to be flat this year. If you ask me for a prognostication, uh-huh. if I can say uh-huh. that, I think 22 compared to 23 is going to be flat uh-huh. to where we were at 8.5% this year increase. I think home prices will continue to come down to where those $72,000 incomes in El Paso County can afford to buy that house. The only thing it can give is the price. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I estimate with you as well that we're going to be at about 0%. We might be surprised with a 2%, but we might be really sobered with a drop of 2%. I think that's the range. So in the last minute, my friend, uh, which I really appreciate your time, give us your final statement before we proceed. Well, first of all, I want to thank Matt for uh, for doing that so it didn't ruin my weekend. (laughs) So So average price was up 6%. And what's amazing about that, Jay, just a super quick thing on that. We are selling so few homes right now through the MLS. I've always said the median price is a better marker for us in El Paso County. I agree. And we're only doing 700 and some homes through. If you have hundreds of homes that are selling in 800,000, that's skewing that average. So average is up. Median is literally zero. Look at that. Compared to January of last year, home sales are down 30%. And what's available for sale is up 200. That's uh, unbelievable. Again, we're racing back. But I want people to freak out. We're going back to what it is, what normal is. We're racing back to normal. Average days on market, 50 days. And interest rates right now, probably between six and a quarter and six and a half based on what the T-bill did last. I tell so. you, Bill, you have a crystal ball. Don't you go anywhere. <laughs> Appreciate you coming into the studio, Bill. I am going to continue with the conversation of racing back to normal in 2023. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. We'll be right back. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment brought to you by locally owned Rocky Mountain Climate, a family owned business. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvins. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Today we're talking about racing back to normal. If you missed that first segment with Bill McAfee and the economic update and the first month, January 2023, and it's Saturday, you can catch the rest of that tomorrow at 11 a.m. Or if you're listening on Sunday, podcast will be out on the air that you can listen to it. Call me at 719-330-1457 if you have any questions at all. And Now that we've finished the economic update with Bill McAfee and the summary of it really was this, we are racing back to normal, folks. In a comparison of January of 2023 real estate to January of 2022, the average price was still up 6%, but the median price for the first time in over 20 months was flat. No increase at all. This is absolutely no surprise. We went from a ridiculous fastest 
six days on market in 2021, which means if you put a house on the market within six days on average across the whole market, that house would be under contract. Those days are gone. In January, now it's come to 50 days, which gives some buyers breathing room to do some research, some inspections, some realistic goals. Sellers aren't kicking sand in the face of buyers. Buyers are actually getting some houses thirty to $50,000 below asking price and below where they were selling a year and 14, 16 months ago. And I'm going to talk later in the show. If you can get a house for $40,000 less, and this is primarily because people, consumer sentiment is frozen. January was the most stark example of that in January. Churchill Mortgage, which I'm a licensed loan originator, had our smallest revenue month In 14 years for a January, our smallest January since 2008, and that's because interest rates are, even though they came down during the holidays, they're starting to creep back up just a tiny bit because the Fed just increased the benchmark rate and prime interest rate from uh, up a quarter a point. The prime interest rate is now 7.75. Bank loans, commercial loans are now all 8 to 9% and conventional loans are in the mid sixes. But then also we have inflation. I just did a show called Mud Maneuvering Under Debt. It's a messy business last week and at the same time that prices and inflation are going up, interest rates are going up. So people are getting squeezed not as much in mortgage folks, in credit cards. If you have a credit card, your credit card has went up seven to nine percentage points at the same time where eggs have went up from a buck a dozen to six dollars a dozen. That's why you want to call me at 719-330-1457 and get a plan to consolidate your debt. Then I'm going to talk here about the Pikes Peak real estate numbers. I have a myriad, a half a dozen articles from the Gazette that are very well done explaining this. But also there's some positive things happening, how we rank nationally, what are some positive job things and developments that are going, which means economic activity, jobs, salary increases that is going to help. And then finally, some basic truths and principles about where we're going to be in 2023 and what you can do. The bottom line is, is that fasten your seatbelt. The 2023 recession is underway. It's here. Banking, mortgage, lending, real estate, insurance, financial planning saw it dramatically last year. Now that you're going to see a reduction in tax dollars, cities are going to see it. School districts are going to see it. The IT industry is now seeing it. The building and materials industry, because permits are down, builders are going to pull back and tighten up their belt. We have this underinflation where we say, oh, inflation is low. No, it's not. Colorado alone is going to have 38,000 people, Matt, losing their Medicare benefits. This is individuals that because of the pandemic, which has been over now, well over a year, just in the last ominous bill, finally the Biden administration says that the mandate that Medicaid benefits cannot be cut is ending. There's millions and millions of people that are going to have this affect them directly. And what that means is people are going to have to go back to work because they're not getting a $600 to $2,600 check a month anymore to sit home and pretend that there's a pandemic. And laziness perpetuates laziness. And in order to get your rusty dusty off the couch, it's a very, very hard habit to break. 
you game, you eat, you sleep late. It's like a teenager in summer. Unless you give them a job or something to do, they'll sleep their whole damn life away in the summer. And that's what millions and millions of Americans have done. And that's all going to come to an abrupt halt in 2023. Now, the reality of it is that where Bill talked about the statistics, I want to review a couple of things. Number one, listings and inventory from a real estate standpoint went up 327% year over year, where there was less than 600 listings last year at this time. There's over 1,639 now. That is a huge positive for buyers. I told my radio listenership in the summer of 2022 that if something doesn't change dramatically, I am no longer going to recommend investors purchase property in Colorado Springs. Go ahead and try a place in Florida, Texas, Missouri, Tennessee, because Indiana, they're more affordable. And we're seeing that come to play that we've adjusted to where the opportunity in this market is opened up. Warren Buffett says, when others are greedy, be fearful. And that's where I was in 2021. 2022, things tapered. And now as people are fearful, Warren Buffett says, it's time to be persistent and greedy. Get into the market. But the number of sales per month, only 700 last month, that's off more than 300. So the listings, residential sold, is off 30%. That's stark. In our economy, folks, that means that 300 transactions didn't happen. And if you look at the real estate buyer and seller commissions and the lending commissions, there's more than $10 million of money that did not flood into the Pikes Peak region in just real estate transactions alone. So I wanted to cover those key points of the economic update. Right after we return, I'm going to talk about Colorado real estate market slowing down. What does that mean for 2023? Don't go anywhere. Call me during the break at 719-330-1457, especially if you're interested in becoming one of those investment property buyers in 2023. I am having my first investment property class Tuesday, the 28th of February at 6.30 p.m. And it's investment property class 201, learning the who, what, when, where, why, and how of investing in real estate. Call me, 719-330-1457. I can help you get into that class for free. Jay Garvin Show, back after the break. He's bound to die, up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go. And a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch a bandit run. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Hey, where's the beat? Life in the fast lane. Show me you lose your mind. Thanks for sticking with me. I'm Jay Garvins. I am talking about racing back to normal in 2023, looking at real estate specifically, mortgages specifically, and the economy of Colorado Springs. In front of me, I have an article here. 
real estate and mortgage related. I am a licensed loan originator. I would love to earn your business in your next refinance or purchase transaction. If you are 62 years or older, specifically if you're 70, 80, and you've got a good chunk of equity in your house, but your bills are bigger than your budget, inflation has taken a pinch, I can sit down with you and help you. The reverse mortgage is not something to be afraid of. Now, it's not the first course of action, but I just want to talk to you for 30 minutes, complimentary, no loan application. Jay, what are my options if I have a house that I own, I have equity in that house, I got a mortgage I'd like to get rid of, or I definitely want to get rid of some bills. We're living paycheck to paycheck, and it's scary and it's stressful for me and my spouse. Call me at 719-330-1457. So the first article here from the Gazette, these are great articles, chopped with a lot of information, filled to the rim. Colorado Springs real estate market closes soft in the fourth quarter. See, in the fourth quarter, like I said, which is very, very interesting, Colorado Springs ended with a 8.5% median gain on the year, but the fourth quarter was almost zero, flat. Realtor.com, the National Association of Realtors, did a study and said out of 190 metro areas, Colorado Springs only appreciated 0.2% in the fourth quarter. Now, that's sobering, folks, because that ranked just about 100 out of 190, 98. And that's the lowest rank Colorado Springs has had in literally five years. We, The most recent one, we were at least the 28th largest increase over these top 190 markets. But Colorado Springs also, when it was in that top 10 and top 20 appreciating, means that when the plane lands, our plane is going to land a little bit harder on the landing gear because we gained so much. So this is not a bad thing. We're just racing back to normal. By comparison, the springs rose by 19% year over year between the fourth quarter of 2021 and 20. So 19.2 or almost 20% appreciation from year to year is just way too much. I mean, that's a $400,000 house going to 480000 in 12 months. That's not sustainable with the median incomes. That went up because we had a lot of people coming into the market. Guess what? There wasn't a lot of people moving into Colorado Springs in January of this year because everybody is frozen in a general statement across the board nationally. Now, in Colorado Springs, we compared to Denver and the other areas. Fort Collins actually had the largest percent increase within the metro areas that were measured. So you're looking at communities like Fort Collins, Colorado, Farmington, New Mexico, El Paso, Texas, Greensboro, North Carolina, all of these. These are cities all the way from New York down to like Farmington, New Mexico. Basically metropolitan areas from 100,000 and up. Grand Junction isn't in this. But then we've got Denver, Aurora, Lakewood only increased in value in the fourth quarter of 2022, 3.6%. But we actually had several markets that had a 2% or more drop. So Colorado Springs gained, but we were pretty much flat. Just as a note, many of these don't surprise me, only two do. If you don't believe that there's a huge migration going on from blue states to red states, notice there's not a single city in California, Colorado, Minnesota, Michigan, Illinois, 
New York, in any of these, but Farmington, New Mexico, which does blow my mind. This is one of the very, very few that are in a blue state, a liberal state, New Mexico is. Farmington, New Mexico had a 20% increase in the fourth quarter. Sarasota, Florida, doesn't surprise me, 19.5%. Naples and Marco Island, no surprise at all. I got a friend who's building another big house. There's 17% increase just in fourth quarter over fourth quarter. Greensboro, North Carolina, another conservative area and state, 17%. Another Florida, Myrtle Beach and North Myrtle Beach, North uh, uh, and South Carolina was 16.2%. Here's an interesting one in a purple state, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, where Oshkosh Bagosh is made 16%. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, another one, 15.7%. El Paso, Texas, 15%. That's not surprising. Punta Gorda, Florida, 15%. Increase in fourth quarter, not surprising. And then Daytona Beach, Florida, 14.5%, not surprising. So in the top 10, there was one, two, three, four out of the 10 that were literally in Florida. Go uh, Governor DeSantis. So the next thing I want to talk about here is the Springs market continued to slow down. But in 2023, what's that going to mean for us? And the bottom line is building permits are down. I'm going to let you know we're going to see tax revenue down as well when that comes. But also companies are down. I don't have a single real estate agent, peer, or partner that said they had a record-breaking January. Certainly not any insurance folks. Certainly not any title folks. Title is going through a dramatic consolidation where you have Stuart Title that has gobbled up three or more local title companies, and it's a consolidation so they can all stay profitable. Unlike government, it's interesting, we've got in business to balance our books. The reality for me, folks, is last year, because I saw the train coming, between June and December, I trimmed my budget by 45%, and then I needed to put on another 10%, so now my budget is trimmed 55% from $65,000 a month overhead down to $30,000 a month of overhead, and businesses have to do that. And things like that are going to happen when the Federal Reserve takes increases and the mortgage-backed securities in less than 24 months have rates go from 3.25 to 6.5. Things are going to change. But the supply of homes nearly tripled to over 1,600 properties from 500. That is great news for buyers. And that's who I represent here, buyers. Because you're going to make money when you buy a house, not when you sell it. That's just a reality. And buyers are still getting used to mortgage rates in the 6% range. Remember that 6% is a norm across the last 50 years. But no one's going to agree with that norm standard or feeling when less than 24 months ago, they were at 3%. So there's some Real positive things on the horizon because we've got the nation's Olympic and Paralympic movements, the Department of Defense with everything happening at the Air Force Academy locally. While the economy is growing, such as December's announcement of over 600 new jobs by a Massachusetts company right here, Semiconductor, I'm going to talk about Integris, a new multi million dollar facility coming into Colorado Springs. All of that leads 
leads to opportunity. So I want you to call me at 719-330-1457 and I can help you with your next purchase and refinance transaction because I'm telling you, my prediction in April, May, and June is so much of you have growing debt. My wife and I, I've went through my business reserve and I'm in the red and I need to take that seriously. I've doubled down and doubled my emergency reserve by selling assets at a really good price. You need to do the same. I'll have a free 30-minute conversation with you over the phone, FaceTime, in person, in our downtown Colorado Springs branch in the Sun Plaza. But you have to get a plan Because if your debt gets so insurmountable that you are late and you affect your credit score, then all bets are off. If you get a bad credit score with late payments, you're not going to be able to adjust. I'm not saying we're going to refinance, but you need to look at consolidation options. I want you to go back on any podcast medium and listen to my show called Mud, Maneuvering Under Debt. It can be a real messy business getting in your eyes, in your toes, and in your nose. You've got to get that under control. And if you are 62 years or older, give me a call. I can help you if you own a home with some of your equity to make sure that your mortgage payment goes away or your debt goes away so you can live in the black once again. I just helped Steve and Maria. I appreciate you so much, Steve. And I can help other people as well. And finally, if you're interested in investment property ownership, because now is the time, best prices, best market in Colorado Springs since 2018, I have a complimentary investment property class happening Tuesday, February 28th, 6.30 p.m., right here locally. I only have room for five couples. So call me at 719-330-1457 or go to jgarvins.com. Put your information on the right-hand side and sign up for the class. Be back real soon. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin's. We want to pump you up. you gotta love Sammy Hagar can't drive 55 that's about how the um, inflation is going right now you know you can't drive 8.5 percent interest and inflation rate for too long so Sammy Hagar's got a point there you're listening to the Jay Garvin show I am Jay I'm talking on a subject 
of racing back to normal in 2023 with the real estate market. Bottom line up front, Bill McAfee was on the show, and we are going back to normal. Chicken Little is not running around saying the sky is going to fall. It's not. We're just going back to normal. But there's a very good possibility that we could be flat with house real estate values this year. Last year was 18.5%. It was over 19% from 20 to 21. We're going back to normal. Now, this is a great thing for buyers. You now have a legitimate negotiating position at the table. We've got a lot of great things happening in Colorado Springs, especially in the economy with people investing in Colorado Springs. You've got this Massachusetts-based Integris, a global supplier of electronic materials, semiconductors, stuff like that, that wants to spend as much as $630 million building an enormous manufacturing center. We haven't seen something like this since Intel built their facility on Garden of the Gods, which is now like a county building because our city manager, city council decided to give them a left hook and change their taxes and their fees, and they went down to New Mexico. Congratulations, voted individuals into office. Don't do it again this time. Let's be business-focused. They're actually giving them incentives to come in. Do you understand who we're competing with? Do you understand that Carolina, Mr. Governor Paulus, has a $2 billion surplus and they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars cleaning up their roads and not making them toll lanes? They're not making people pay $0.10 for a plastic bag at the store? There are no cage-free eggs in Carolina that cost $6. That's a joke. We need to get together together, and I'm telling you, this is with the uh, mayoral race as well. We've got to elect a conservative-minded individual like John Southers, but even going one step forward. Let's pick someone with business experience. Either one of you guys can call me Yemi or Wayne Williams. I want business experience. I haven't made a decision yet, but someone like Sally Clark has business experience. I'm interviewing through these individuals. There is some business experience with some of them. There are is not with others. But any one of the mayoral candidates is free to call me at 719-330-1457. I'm eventually going to have someone on the show and then offer other individuals to come on as well. We'll just see how full my schedule is. But there's a lot of developments going on. There's the center that could have, that I was talking about with the Massachusetts base Integris, if that's how you pronounce it. It may have as much as a $2.5 billion local economic impact, you know, bringing over 600 jobs, over 4,000 construction jobs during the manufacturing and building phase, but a median average slash wage of about $75,000. That's a good, strong wage. That's not an Amazon service center where individuals are well below $75,000 dollars a year in income. But the thing that I want to focus on is what are you going to do with these opportunities? And the bottom line is, is that you've got to get into a position and a position fast. I'm going to do a radio show next week solely on the seven plus streams of income. And you can get a second job in this economy. You can get a second job and build more income, tighten up your budget, get rid of your debt, and that's earned income. But you also can do the second 
form of income, which is business or profit income, and start a business on the side. It doesn't matter if it's making dog bowls and selling them on Etsy. It doesn't matter if you've got a wood project or a flower arrangement or you're on Facebook Marketplace. Get a business idea, what we call gig economy, you know, earned income, drive Uber, deliver pizzas. I'm not kidding. It doesn't matter. And if you can live on one income and save the other, that's going to be important because it's not only going to get you to level as we're racing back to normal in 2023 because we are already in a recession with inflation. That's a fact. But then you also, individuals, there's not much time, but a lot of individuals get interest income through a promise no dividend income through a stock. The biggest one is capital gains in your 401k. A newsflash. If you've got $10,000 in credit card debt, you need to stop contributing to your 401k, especially when the market is flat. Get rid of your debt. That's the best thing you can do. If somebody has a $500 car payment, listen to this and listen closely. If you have a $500 car payment and you have a $30,000 balance, and you have $50,000 in investment or the bank, you want to pay that off because you have $500 a month or $6,000 a year divided by $30,000. That's a 20% return on your investment for just getting rid of debt. But the last thing, you know, there is royalties, which unless you can write a song or write a book, you're left with the seventh source of income, which is rental income. This is a year to buy a house. There's no doubt at all, my friends. You can go ahead and put $100,000 in the market, have it make 10%, and you'll have $110,000 at the end of the year. This year, if you spend $100,000 and buy a $400,000 house, you can get an asset because in 2024, that thing's going to appreciate 10% again. And 10% of 400,000 turns your $100,000 down payment into $140,000 value, which is a 40% return on your investment. So the big takeaways are fasten your seatbelt. 2020 recession is underway. Number two, eliminate, consolidate. Now call me for help. And this is going to be the best opportunity for buyers since 2018. So in all of those cases, call me at 719-330-1457 and sign up for my investment property class happening February 28th, Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. And as I state at the end of every show, go, grow, and prosper. Tell someone close that you love them because that's all that matters in the end, my friends. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. Voice in my head that drives my heel. It's my baby calling, says I need you here. And it's a half past four, and I'm shifting. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. Yeah,